If you know about God's love, have you considered God's judgment? In today's world, the wrath of God is in the subject of pleasant dinner conversation. The idea of judgment, let alone being saved from it, is foreign to many. Hello and welcome to Pick Up Your Bible with Cynthia Pavamani. Today, Cynthia unpacks the sixth spiritual blessing for a child of God, being saved from judgment. Here she is with more. Saved from judgment. Since therefore we have now been justified by his blood, much more shall we be saved by him from the wrath of God. Romans 5 verse 9. Day 6 of the account of the spiritual blessings we have through Christ brings us news of a future gift, salvation from the wrath of God. No one likes to think about the wrath of God. We quickly divert any thoughts of a just and indignant God sitting on his throne and swap it for the image of sweet and loving Jesus carrying a lamb over his shoulders. And understandably so. The wrath of God is truly unbearable, even for thoughts. This is why this blessing is promised and spoken beforehand. It enables us to live free in the knowledge of our pardon from judgment and with the expectation of an eternal life in Christ. The spiritual blessing of salvation from future wrath is more than mere swapping of thoughts. God has made a way for this to become our reality on Judgment Day. Jesus, who paid the great price, has claim over you and promises to carry you. Know that your past, present, and future is secure in the one who loves you and gave his life for you. And we're back with Cynthia. Again, uh, Cynthia, this is now week six. Did I get it right? Yes. Oh, thank God. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I, I sometimes happen to, if you folks are listening to us, I sometimes happen to get the, the episode over wrong. So we're on number six of our spiritual blessings, and you just shared with us about uh, saved from judgment. Mm-hmm. And uh, I want to just hear from you some of the feedback that you received. I think you had one story to share with me, and we haven't prepared this at all about someone who heard this and had questions about God's peace. Uh, Yes, there was um, actually not with me. um, One of my husband's um, friends slash previous co-worker um, heard the episode on Facebook or something and um, uh, is not a believer and got into a conversation with Godwin about Godwin, who's my husband about, um, you know, how the peace of God is similar and different from the peace that they experience in other religions. And so that was uh, just an awesome conversation that, or a story I heard of a conversation that happened from listening to the episode. And I was very encouraged by that because it's evidence that people are thinking about things like this. People are, especially with all that's happening in the world right now, Uh, People are seeking an understanding of who God is and um, what's happening around us and what does all of this mean. And it just uh, it encourages me to to share what I know um, and and to cruise you as well, you know, just in discussion 
sharing the hope and the knowledge we have of our yeah. walk with God yeah. with others, hoping that it would help them in their seeking and in their learning. Mm, yeah. And, uh, you know, listeners, if you are listening to us right now and you've been encouraged by the things that we've shared, or if you have any questions or concerns, you know, please feel free to email Cynthia, not me, email <laughs> Cynthia <laughs> at uh, Cynthia at pickupyourbible.com. And we'll share that email address with you again at the end of the episode. So today's episode, we're talking about uh, Save from Judgment. Last, last time we talked about uh, God's love. Right. Mm -hmm. And this week, to me, it sounds like this God can also have wrath. I think we talked about that in the Peace with God episode. Um, so here's how some people might look at the scriptures and say, isn't it true that Jesus in the New Testament, he's very loving, right? But then the Old Testament God is just all wrath and no love. What would you say when you hear something like that? I think when, yeah, that happens a lot. Uh, sometimes even as a believer of 20 plus years, when I read the Bible, sometimes I feel oh, it's so intense, mm -hmm. um, the manifestation of the wrath of God in the Old Testament, and in contrast, uh, the love of Jesus in the New Testament. Um, but I love when Jesus uh, was spending time with his disciples um, in John, he reminds his disciples about the relationship between the Father and Jesus. And it's so beneficial for us to uh, remember this when we read the Gospels and we read the Bible as a whole because yeah. um, it clarifies that for us, right? Jesus reminds us in John 5 that he does nothing of his own accord, mm -hmm. but only what his Father is doing. And then again in John 6, he says that he does not function of his own will, but does the will of the Father. So any love we see here or experience in the um, in the personhood of Jesus is also the love of the one who sent him. Wow. You know, it, it's because the Father, God's will is to love you yeah. that the Son Jesus loves you. The Trinity is is a mystery, and a lot of its details and loftiness we won't understand with our earthly minds, you know, and it's not been revealed completely either. Yet the Bible holds so much revelation that helps us understand that Jesus was before the beginning of time and through the Old Testament. And even in his death upon the cross, it was the Father's love that held him there. Mm. You know, so we can't, we shouldn't separate the two because they didn't, they didn't separate themselves. They, Jesus always saw himself as functioning in the will, by the will, and for the will of God, right? Mm -hmm. I, I once um, read the analogy of fire, used to describe, you know, the wrath and the love of God. Wow, okay. As in, fire can burn and consume things. Right. But it's also a source of warmth and comfort. In the love and wrath of God, we are not dealing with two different gods. Mm. You know, we are dealing with two aspects of the same God. The Christian God is not, there's not one God of anger and one God of love. Mm -hmm. um, and it's very important that we understand that the unity that is in the Trinity. Absolutely. Well, that's a, that's a great way to put it. The analogy of fire, you know, mm -hmm. um, something that can be something that we could fear and is consuming, then also that gives us warmth. 
and provides fuel and, and yes. comfort as well. Obviously, you know, we've talked, it's interesting that in the last few episodes, we have come back to suffering again and again. And, and maybe it's, we're emphasizing this because so few do. But I have to ask, if I'm a Christian, is my suffering considered the wrath of God? Uh, no. Okay. And I'll tell you why, because the Bible says so. Huh. And, uh, so. And that's great. It's great for us to know that. And that's mm-hmm. why the Bible tells us in First Thessalonians 5 verse 9, it says, God has not destined us for wrath but to obtain salvation through Jesus Christ. So your suffering is not for the wrath of God. And we can rejoice because in our suffering, he is molding us, right? He's sanctifying us. We are, our lives are for the purpose of our lives and everything that happens in our lives is for that salvation in Jesus Christ. Right. So we can, we can hold on to that truth that no, the suffering we're experiencing is not wrath. It is a loving discipline, teaching. Remember, we went through the five R's in a previous episode of uh, the five different reasons for that suffering could be in a believer's life. That's right. Yeah. yeah. So it's a good reminder for us that as a believer, you can trust on the word, trust in the word of God that says um, you are not under his wrath anymore. And it can feel like that when you're yeah. when you're in suffering, but that's why it's so important that we have the word of God in us to remind us to keep us, you know, standing strong in the truth. Because mm-hmm. we're so susceptible when we are undergoing suffering yeah. to hear the voices that tell us things that are not true and not of God. That takes me to to my next point. I think. Part of the problem when we compare suffering to wrath, or we put that in that category, we think of the wrath of God as almost being temporal, right? Mm-hmm. So, I mean, to use a very simple analogy, like I hurt my foot, right? So it's, it's pain that I'm feeling in this present time uh, that I'm enduring, et cetera. And obviously I'm simplifying it and there's suffering that's much greater, but that's not necessarily always what God's wrath means, right? I mean, that's not necessarily what... That's not just what it means if I'm not a Christian. So my question is, you say that the wrath of God is unbearable. What do you mean when you're saying that? Here specifically, I am referring to the final judgment um, of God. So it's important for, I think, when we answer these questions of how the wrath of God applies Mm -hmm. to us as people, we first have to understand what the wrath of God is. Right. And we can have this tendency to think that God's default position with man is one of anger. Mm-hmm. He's just angry at us. He's waiting for an opportunity to make us pay. You know, th- th- these are these can be false ideas we have about God. It's important to understand that the wrath of God is not against man. It's against the sin of man. Mm, right that's and so good to, okay yeah to make that difference that god's heart for you is love yet we discussed before how there is justice and mercy mm-hmm. in god and he does not forego one for the other um so it's because if he could if um god could just forgive us and you know in his love say okay you know, I'll look away from my justice side. I won't fulfill my justice. 
you know, then Jesus wouldn't have had to die. Jesus died for your sins. He became the object of God's wrath. So, so that we can stand in him. It's, it's the mercy that God provides. So along with his wrath, there is also mercy. It's important for us to know that. Um, And important for us to know that we are not the objects of wrath. Sin is the object of wrath. And the reason I call his wrath unbearable, Mm -hmm. uh, a couple of reasons is uh, one is because we deserve it. Hmm. I think when we wow, think that's a, that's a it almost sounds harsh when you say it like that but it's the reality of our situation. Yeah, right? and we can appreciate it more when we see it for what it is, right? When you right. stand if you haven't done anything wrong, you like for example, if you're going down the highway and you know you weren't speeding and the officer comes up pulls you over, comes up to you, you feel you have the right to say, you know, I I didn't. You can't you can't accuse me of something I didn't do. Mm-hmm. This is not going to be the case when you stand before God. Mm. Uh, when God accuses you of sin, you are going to deserve any punishment that he deems fit. And that that is scary that you don't apart from Christ, you don't have any thing for going for you right Right. and you can't even plead mercy but mercy is in his nature and so he's provided it through god through through the sacrifice of jesus on the cross Mm -hmm. but apart from that we deserve that so that that makes it unbearable for one yeah and then this second nature of you know the final judgment breath of God is that it's eternal. So just that time duration, right? There is no going back. It's final. It's eternal. Those are the couple of thoughts that were going through my mind when I write about how unbearable it is, that you will never again experience this love and mercy that he's extending now. Mm -hmm. Uh, We we call this the period of grace when God is extending both um, you know, the justice and the mercy and the love and the grace and all these characteristics, we can grab onto them all now. And there will come a time when it's final and it's not available anymore. You're separated from God. And that's that's scary. So I, I have to say that if, if I'm not a Christian, mm-hmm. I would say something like it's seems very unfair. I mean, despite the explanation you just gave, um, that God could have this type of wrath. You know, I thought Christians weren't supposed to judge, (laughs) you know, what about unconditional love? Right. We do as humans have a hard time, uh, reconciling these two aspects of God, right? The wrath of God and love. It seems like, uh, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? De Cruz. <laughs> it seems, it seems like, a, a paradox or contradictory. Yes. Yes. Yeah. Like, and like we've discussed before, one way people have done this is assuming that the wrath of God is merely an old Testament concept, right? So this is one way we, we humans make sense. Okay. God cannot be both angry and, and loving. So either there's this old Testament God was angry and it's now been replaced by the love of Jesus, right? That's right. one way people do. And it's not yeah. so, you know, Jesus reminds us, you know, that 
whoever dismisses him remains under the wrath of God. So the wrath of God is still, Jesus didn't replace that. You know, it's still going to, it still happens. It's still in process. And he is constantly working to, to uh, redeem this world. Right. So, you know, the same, the same God who promises you this security of justice Uh also provides you the saving grace of his mercy. Right. So we don't need to be heartbroken by that because he himself is providing us the way. Right. Um, So that's one, one tendency we have, you know, Another thing people will do is they will um, minimize the wrath of God and supersize his love, right? Oh, in the end, his love is going to trump his justice. Right. And the Bible is constantly reminding us that this is not truth. So, um, So don't, you know, even if it seems... Um, unfair to us or it seems nonsensical to us that God can be both wrathful Mm -hmm. and loving. Um, We cannot understand God in our, by uh, imagining a perfect human and thinking that's what it looks like. This is why it's important to go to the Bible and read what he's saying about himself and understanding that yes, his justice is real and mm-hmm. it's um, and it's necessary and and it's uh, it will happen. He has to he has to function out of that. There's no foregoing that, you know, and so it's important for us to understand that. But it's also, you know, it's also important for us to know that we need that. Godwin and I were recently talking about how many times we've had to sit our kids down this year to just talk about the world around them, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, not just the pandemic, uh, you know, George Floyd, the riots, the things that happened in our neighborhood, and even all the recent events at the Capitol, right? So many times we've had to sit them down and explain this world we're living in, right? Um it's important for us to know that we need justice. We need our just justice system in our government to work because that's right. what makes life for us good and bearable. And it's the same in God's kingdom. You know, we wouldn't have this world if God wasn't just. And if the wrath of God wasn't a part of that, you know, mm. the only thing that makes this world livable is that God is both just and merciful. So it's important for us to remember that as unattractive as it may seem to us, we so need God to be a just God. Mm. That his wrath is a part of that. It's and it's what an important lesson. What an important yeah, and in, in a sense, even that is um, an extension of his love. You wow. know, it's not anger as we think of it. Oh, he's lost his temper. He's he's not patient with us anymore. And he's just, it's not that. It is out of love, even that the wrath of God is um, dealing with the sin in the world. Uh, let's say I'm not a Christian. I've said that many times, but I, I just really want to make sure that we understand it from, from a different perspective. And this is the first time I'm hearing of something like this. What can I do to avoid this wrath? Seek his mercy and grace mm-hmm. through Jesus Christ. The bad news is that we have all sinned and we deserve the wrath. 
But there is good news in that Jesus, so, God so loved the world, right, that he made a way for man to be forgiven. And he sent his son, Jesus, to take the sin of man upon himself through his death on the cross and promised that whoever believes in this will be forgiven. You know, the gospel of Jesus is good news for everyone, for all to all be right. saved, right? The wages of sin is death, but the free gift of God is eternal life in Christ Jesus. So it's not it's not an exclusive club, you know. If God says his wrath will be upon the sin of man, he's also freely extended his mercy through Jesus. He's made a way. So for anyone who feels like, who feels afraid of the wrath of God, feels like, um, you know, they want to do what they can to avoid it. The, the answer is, is in Jesus. That's well, thank you. Um, absolutely. And folks listening to us, the answer is in Jesus. And you can find that those answers by uh, picking up your Bible. Cynthia, what do we have planned for our last episode? of this series. Yeah, it's uh, the very last uh, spiritual blessing is reconciliation with God. Wow. Okay. So that kind of ending. Yeah. (laughs) So it's, it's sort of my last question today kind of leads into that next episode and I didn't plan that. So, wow, that's great. Excellent. So thank you so much again for listening to this week's episode to stay up to date, you can always subscribe to this podcast wherever you find your podcast so that you can get a notification when we release new episodes. Now, like I said before, if you'd like to ask Cynthia a question, please email her at Cynthia at pickupyourbible.com. And listeners, may you enjoy the knowledge, wisdom, and love of God as you join us at Pick Up Your Bible. Until next time, God bless you.